A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Blitzik schmoo schmeck. It means nothing. Hello Egg Chasers, it's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, a podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously and despite there being very little rugby to speak of, that is not going to stop us getting together and talking about it anyway. I'm Tim, that's JB. Hello mate. That is Phil. Hello Tim. These, oh, You can hear from JB's gravelly voice right there, these two boys have had a rough weekend in Munich. Did you, uh, did you manage to get any rugby in in Munich? Uh, did we get some rugby? We talked a lot about rugby. Yeah, yeah which is basically the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, basically the same thing. I managed to see a few of the highlights of the Super Rugby, my beloved Hurricanes. In Munich? Uh, on my phone in, in, Mun- in Munich. Oh, well done. Uh, and impressed. a few bits of the uh, top 14 and a little bit of the under 20s, but, but not a lot. Yeah, well, that's pretty much all that's been going on uh, this weekend in, rugby, in terms of on-the-field action, um, which we'll get to. The stories that are off the field. The big question, though, I want to ask you two in Munich... Um, did you manage to get any Negronis there? Did they know what a Negroni was in Munich? They, they do. They know about Negronis in, Mu- in Munich. Absolutely. Even in like small little cafes, you can get yourself a good Negroni. Well, I say good Negroni. It's all relative. It's disgusting, <laughs> isn't it? But just, yeah, we got some disgusting Negronis. I can't. Is... I can't quite believe the the ratio of tweets about Negroni versus rugby is increasing. <laughs> if it's anything, one of those things, it's so annoying. Like you put your heart and soul into talking talk about rugby, and the one thing people pick up on is Negronis. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's one of the reasons that we're not doing the Love Island po- podcast. We put so much effort into rugby, and people actually preferred the Love Island podcast. I've had so many tweets this week from people outraged that I'm not doing a, a Love Island podcast. Have you been but, watching it? I've watched bits and bobs of it. Yeah. Superb. Well, it hasn't actually. No, been it's, it's, it's it's dreadful well, human say, beings. They're but, awful human beings. I say, I say it's superb because it gives me what I need. It equips me to be able to talk to my hairdresser. <laughs> it gives you an air, what, what what it what it what it gives you is probably an air of superiority in in some respect. Oh I, well, I mean, I don't struggle for an air of superiority, <laughs> but. Um, Yes, it's just it's just nice to have. Uh, a few of the tweets about Negronis this week. Uh, ben Larter's let us know that it's the 100th anniversary of the, the humble Negroni this year. Yes, and, I, and my good friend, uh, I want to call him Lucian Lorcan uh, from Premium Brands, has actually sent us some um, raw ingredients for Negronis. Wow. Now, why, why do I not have one in my hand right now? <laughs> I, the plan I was, do not want a Negroni in my hand right now. It'd take the edge them, off, Phil. Just, oh, it would. Um, and uh, pa- it's been going around in the world with this as well. Pa- uh, Patrick Lufnan, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, Patrick, uh, sent us a picture of, he said, what is his first and last Negroni from America. <laughs> and John, also in the USA, says, as an American uh, and a one and done Negroni drinker, not sure how you boys drink them. That is the point. It's that is the, exactly the point. It's the, the, you have to endure it. Yes, um, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. 
Rob Graham was at a beer festival and spotted a coffee and Negroni infused craft beer, which was also <laughs> spotted by Lloyd uh, Runner, who found it on tap in a bar, and wow. it's called a Ristretto Negroni, a coffee cocktail ale. That sounds awful. Wow. Is it something even more awful than just a straight up Negroni is awful? Uh, there are some things which are truly disgusting, and one of those are novelty beers. Like, there was one called Chocolate Beer. Uh, which they served in Marble Beer House in in Charlton. Oh, it was awful, <laughs> awful. Uh, uh, Rob waits. Negroni virginity was lost. God, this is awful. Yep. Uh, Hugh Coughlin, lads. I think I've sourced the most minging Negroni in the world in Budapest. So mm. there you go. Yep. You weren't that the was... only ones in Munich doing it. So uh, yeah, you can tweet us about rugby as well. <laughs> yeah, at, please do at Rugby Podcast. Please, please do. What's happened this week? Alan Wynne Jones is subject of a rumor to be coming to the Premiership. Yeah, there's a lot going on last week, and then he was rumoured to, to be Bristol. Seems to be potentially or being spoken about as his potential likely destination. Mm. I've how, do you, how do you think? You've heard Tigers. I have heard Tigers. Yeah, mm. I mean, Tigers are throwing money around. I mean, they really want new players. So they've got to have new players. Uh, I've heard lots of things about Tigers this uh, this, this week and last. Is this like you heard about um, uh, Tigers? Morning, there was always going to be a Monday morning meeting. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, to, to be fair, to be fair. I was right about that, and they were wrong. They should have had, a, had the Monday morning meeting. <laughs> they should have done that immediately. So, um, so if they haven't already come up, genuine, if if that if they genuinely aren't looking at Alan Wynne Jones, JB, maybe they should heed your advice and, and get him. Although Lavanini and Spencer already in at lock. That's only two, isn't it? I mean, I can see why. Is that where they need one? Well, mm, I mean, it's Alan Wynne Jones, isn't it? But yeah, in a World Cup year, is that where you need to be spending your marquee money? <sighs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I don't, I don't know. Is the answer? So, Maybe. I mean, he would add a bit of leadership and steel and, it would do. and sheer quality, but, of course. So it's a funny one, isn't it? It's kind of like Sam Warburton. Everyone's oh, yeah, Sam Warburton had leadership, steel, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. But he never played. Now, um, Alan Wynne-Jones will, will be playing, but the Ospreys have not been very good for a long time. They did pretty well in, in the Pro 12 or whatever it was back in the day. They won the, they won the thing a few times. But actually, if you look at what they did in, in Europe, they're basically non-existent since Gavin Henson left. Like, literally, when they lost, I think, was last reasonably high-level game they played against Leicester Tigers in a semi or a quarter? Gavin Henson left, went downhill. Coincidence? I don't think I so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it is. It's not coincidence. So where do you think would be a better fit, then? Leicester or Bristol? Wales, I, th- I think. <laughs> Can you imagine? Genuinely Wales. Can you imagine a Bristol pack with Alan Wynne-Jones and Dave Atwood at lock? Nathan Hughes at number eight. Big, big and that, and that back, front row. Yeah. The stocky little dumper truck, Harry Thacker. Yeah. With those big men around him. Oh, man. Uh, That'd be frightening. I, Steve I, Lansdowne's not short of Bob, so they can afford a marquee know, player. Do you know where yeah. it would be a tremendous fit? It won't happen because um, it's just not going to happen. Go for a cut price deal, so that's not, not going to happen. Go to Saracens where they can look after you. And rotate with... Yeah. and with just Skelton, Itoji, Cruz, and Izikwe, is and... Kapoku, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and his twin brother, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I thought he would go to France. Yeah, I, I, what, what's he doing coming to England? I thought, but I can understand if you're at the kind of back end of your career the, and you are concerned about um, body management, you want to get an extra three years instead of just an extra two years. France would be the last place you well, want to go. Well, so you, you you earn your crust out in France. There is two ways to think about this. Okay. Some people say, and like we say, you know, it's a long season, it's a grinding season, so on and so forth. But if you're going to France, there's a good chance they don't play away games. 
you just sack them off. <laughs> like, so I've had this conversation with players who were in France, and they were saying the Premiership. Well, the season's longer. Some of the games are harder. They're bigger men. But in the Premiership, you are you've got to play every game. Every game matters. Every yeah. game matters. Where in France, it doesn't. To put it in context, the uh, French season. I think it starts the last week in August. And we haven't even we haven't even finished the season yet. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? It's fi- the final next weekend. We do at least know who the two finalists are going to be. We do Toulouse and Clermont, who have been the two best teams from all accounts, from everything that I've seen, the two best teams in France this year, comfortably. Yeah, and the two serious teams. I mean, did, did you see the Racker try this weekend? If you, you caught no, any of that, no, any of the highlights. So Racker and it was Pernod, um made a break on an arcing run through the centre. And offloads to Racker. I said it a few weeks ago. That has to be one of, if not the most dangerous wing pairing in the club game. And potentially they'll be starting for France, the two of them, starting for France in the World Cup. Well, is Racker qualified now? Yes. <laughs> That'll nice. test Bernard Laporte. Yeah. Because uh, he is. Citizenship passport. Hang on a minute. He so, is a serious player. Racker, Bernard. Who's he? Who's he? Or oh, hang on, T- uh, Teddy Thomas. Sure. Teddy Thomas like, could play. Get him in the move Pinot to fifteen. Yeah, uh, and Ooh. what about the oil slick Uge? Yeah, my favorite player, Uge. Right. Uge, don't move him to fifteen. We've seen that yeah. before. I quite like him at fifteen. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen, do you? Yeah, it depends if you, want, if, you, if you want France to win or lose. Just, just right. returning to Alan Wynne-Jones for one second. What? I just, I just, sorry, I just want to pose yeah. this, pose this question. Who would you rather have at 15, Ugo Monia or uh, Uge? Ugo. But based on their based on their two appearances <laughs> at fullback for their for their international games, their international teams. <laughs> the worst worst ever performance I've seen from a 15 is uh, Percy Montgomery. Oh, and he's he's one of wow. the all-time best. It's oh, such yeah. a brutal position, isn't it? Yeah, World yeah. Cup winner at 15. Huh? World Cup winner at 15 has, yeah. a, has yeah, an absolute yeah. stinker. Yeah, yeah. Even the best do. Yeah. It is m- because you're more likely to be shown up there. Maybe outside of prop, you can really get shown up at prop. Yeah. But it is brutal. Uh, Chris Ashton, playing for Toulon, I think it was against Bath last year, had an awful game, an awful game at 15. He also didn't have a particularly good game. Oh, I'm trying to remember what, what it was. This, this season for sale. Not, not sure. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Alan Wynne-Jones, uh, if he does go to the Premiership, not to France, it, it will continue a trend of Welsh players either going and not settling or not going at all to anywhere else other than the United Kingdom. What is it with Welsh players? Why? They don't They don't like it, do they? I mean, and say in the United Kingdom, I mean, they've not done a tremendous job at Bath, have they? I mean, Bath, <laughs> Bath, Bath would be a nice landing place for Alan Wynne-Jones. But then you look at the, the guys who have already been there, it's not like they've enjoyed, you know, tremendous, tremendous success. I've been at uh, Osprey's man and boy, and I want to go and try a different culture, <laughs> different environment. I'm going to go to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Peel. That was the, the Dwayne Peel line that he wanted to experience a different culture and went <laughs> to Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> it's really odd. Yeah. Really odd. Yeah, I do, can't, you know, to your point, I, I can't think of anyone that really settled who's Welsh and settled Reece in Reese Webb isn't that, that enamoured with it, is he? Do you know who did settle well in France? In fact, it made him, I think, especially in the later years of his career, Gareth Thomas. Uh, Toulouse. Gareth Thomas was very good yes. at Toulouse. Yeah, that is a good shout. That's the only one I can really think of. Mm. Jamie Roberts, Dan Lydiot, no. Um, 
Mike Luke, Phillips. Luke no. Charteris when came back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, you mentioned the top 14. Yeah. Top 14 will be an interesting final. Yeah. It, that'll, that'll be worth a watch because those be are two brilliant teams. And they both play in the uh, the kind of tried and tested, the the way that the best French rugby is played. They play like that. They play the, with freedom. They play um, some amazing offloading, some amazing rugby, running rugby. They also have that built on enormous packs. So two very good teams. Now, we have some exciting news. We, we do. About our live podcast. Oh, yeah, we do. So we've been mentioning this for a few weeks. Now all the I's have been dotted and the T's have been crossed and we can finally announce our... I mean, take a bit. We'll have to settle on a name, but Negroni Party slash Live Podcast slash World Cup uh, Preview slash JB Twenty Twenty Rugby Commission Launch. That's right. Or Rugby Council Old Fart Launch. Exactly. <laughs> making <laughs> rugby great again. Yeah, we're making rugby. <laughs> we'll come up with a catchy name. But thank you for bearing with us on the announcement for this. But this is happening at Twickenham Stadium. In the newly developed East Stand, so you can come along, have a good old nosy around Twickers. This is happening on Saturday the 7th of September, which is also the day the England team fly to Japan for the Rugby World Cup. Yep. Wow. They'll have just played Italy the night before, and they'll be waking up and flying off to Japan, so there'll be so much to talk about. It could not be timed any better. And this is a, Now, this is the thing. It's not just us. We wanted to be part of something bigger. So <laughs> this is a Steve- whole day of rugby podcasts, rugby shows, rugby chat at Twickenham, starting at 10.30 in the morning, going on all through the afternoon with other shows as well. We want to share the, share the stage with uh, Will Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's going to be doing his show there. Uh, the Pro 14, there's going to be a Pro 14 angled show under the sticks. Um, there's going to be various others and more announced Who else? soon. Who else? Who else? Brian Moore. Yeah, there we go. Who else? <laughs> and... The Ruck, The Times and The Sunday Times podcast. So, so what we actually have here is a situation where Stephen Jones is opening for us. And if you want to see Stephen Jones opening for me, that's what you've got to do. You've, well, got to come, you've got to come to Twickenham. Bearing in mind you are blocked by Brian Moore and Stephen Jones on Twitter. And there's a high chance I'll probably be blocked by a few more by, by, by the time <laughs> this, this is podcast comes The only on. way to uh, see or hear um, any sort of remote Dialogue. dialogue between JB and these other uh, people <laughs> I, is going to be at this event. I wonder if Stephen Jones will come on stage with us and I can talk to him via Phil. <laughs> Tell <laughs> Well, he'll, he will obviously have his people there as well. <laughs> well. Stuart Barnes is going to be there with him. So Stuart Barnes, bloody hell. He can, he wow. can say, Stuart, tell JB this. And you can say, Phil, tell Stephen this. <laughs> I think your writing's quite good sometimes, tell him. <laughs> now. Oh, can... sorry, I've just got a quick question for you. Do you want film credits? Um, is this got anything to do with what I'm talking about? Kind of. Um, okay. Do you want film credits? Is a, a fight, isn't it? You want to be like top left, or or is it top right in the oh, bottom? Oh yeah, left? yeah, yeah. Well, looking at this lineup here, we are top centre. So, what does that mean? Can I read in read in into any of that? Uh, well, I don't want to be bottom left. Oh, bottom right. Do I? I think everyone's great and everyone's welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. right. And it's going to be a great, it's going to be a festival of rugby at Twickenham. So, this is the website to go to to get your tickets for this, podcastlive.com. Podcastlive.com. Come along. Now, 
if you put us down as your preferred podcast there, it means you're guaranteed a seat to come oh, and see us. Rock- oh, sorry, go on. Go on. It, it means yeah. you're guaranteed to see us. It means we, you will also be guaranteed, therefore, some complimentary, disgusting refreshments yes, during the we've show. Yes, we liquid mm. support. We do. The 100th year I, I, of... The... I don't know if they are com- 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 complimentary. Maybe they are. Who knows? The, the They'll hu- be there. The 100th year of the Negroni, uh, we will have disgusting refreshments for you. Uh, put us as your preferred pod- podcast. We, we, I mean, who knows? We may even get some some salty kiss on hand if you if you Ooh. really want to self-flagellate. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, and then I, I imagine the way that the rest of the day will play out after the, all the shows is we will find ourselves a spot by the river somewhere, Twickenham or Richmond or somewhere, and we will uh, continue drinking and... Have a merry old time. Have a merry old time, which we'd love to see you at. So podcastlive.com, because it's a whole day thing, tickets for this, all day tickets are £42.50. Um uh, we really, really hope to see you. It should be um, something really special. So um, we're, we're buzzing to be part of it. And we'll we'll uh, we'll t- go to our Twitter account, twitter.com slash rugbypodcast, for a link yeah. as well through to it. Exciting. Isn't very, it exciting? very exciting. Uh, you said make rugby great again. Are you going to get a red Murga hat? I'm thinking I'm thinking that that might be the campaign style. Little like little badges, little, little red hats. Yeah. Let's see. Do that. And, and I imagine there will be some very special and unusual or exciting things happening. We've already got some ideas bubbling away. Uh, but anyone that's been to a live podcast of ours knows um, exactly what happens. Exactly what happens. I might even dust off. Uh, it's a shame. I want. I wanted. I'm still hopeful. Maybe that uh, Jim Hamilton will will be brave enough Come to show Jim. up. I think he's scared. He's running scared because he knows I'll 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 have a drink. I'll have a pint. I would, pint race to, against them. I would love to do a podcast podcast with those boys. That 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 would be tremendous. Yeah. And we would batter them at a pint race. We would. <laughs> boat race, <laughs> we would kill them. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be competitive. No, it wouldn't. Uh, I've also got a very quick one. I've got a new uh, section. I, I, I was, I'm, not, I'm running this by you live, live brainstorm on the podcast. Perfect. New section for the, for the show. We, we, we called it Stash Watch before. We can still call it Stash Watch, but it got suggested to me that we should, should call it Strip Advisor. And rate nice. and rate the kits. Nice. Well, I have looked, I have searched that on Twitter, and it awesome, comes up with some it? comes up with some uh, <laughs> yeah. rather what, than what niche, was, niche what, exotic. What not, was um, not safe for work? <laughs> no, not safe for work. What was Premiership <laughs> Rugby's uh, hashtag, which they got horribly oh, wrong? Oh yeah, like oh, I can't remember what it was. Oh it was my, so ridiculous! But it's a hashtag basically for. Um, like, it was a Premier Premier Rugby um, hashtag. For something like and horny it, eight or something, it was like just and, really it, and, it, <laughs> and it was really rude. All the, all the responses were. It was already a hashtag that existed for something very exotic. Yeah, it was an absolute disaster. Yeah, why don't you check your hashtags before you do that? <laughs> Still, the best hashtag ever was boys playing Susan Susan album party. Yeah, <laughs> Susan <laughs> anal bum they, party. They must have. <laughs> they must have known that. They must have known that. <laughs> it all good. All publicity is good publicity. Exactly right. So, strip advisor, a few few points of uh, agenda. Then, what do you make of Glasgow's new logo? Like it? I, I don't. I don't Ca- hate cartoony. it. Cartoony. It looks a little yeah. bit like the the um, Disney character. What is it? All the Warner Brothers, yeah. Looney Tunes with the moustache, Yosemite yeah. Sam so or something. Somebody yeah. has got that logo and they've taken off the eyes and, and the, the mouth. And the mouth. It looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, be- well, even go. if you just change the eyes, I think a bit little less cartoony and a little more aggressive. Yeah, there is but a trend. I, I don't. I don't hate it. There was a train of thought on these rebrandings, isn't there? Um, 
that they're appealing to a wider audience, get on board, this and the other. I do not know anyone who has decided to support a team based on the strength of its branding alone. So that was the argument for Bristol Bears. Oh, that, I mean, actually, it has worked quite well, Bristol Bears. But it, it's worked well because they play a beautiful brand of rugby. Yeah, it's, it's got, not. It's not to do with the logo. Yeah, no one is ex- watching Bristol because oh, they're the Bears. Yeah, they they play an exciting, great brand of rugby. Mm. Uh, so we're all we're all fairly approving of Glasgow's new look. Yeah, like it. Logo. Uh, Claremont's is just classy. Have you seen it? It's just it's just it, a no. real simplified version of their crest. It just looks like a team that has. Rolls Royce players. It's um, it, I like it. Uh, Toulon's kit nauseating again. Uh, you've got to show me these kits because I, I can't well, see them. Well, search for them. All right. So fine. Toulon have got a new kit. It's um, again they haven't had a good kit for forever. Yeah, they've never had a good che- kit. Oh, che- they have. They have, and they've got a good badge as well. I love their badge. Well, the badge is all right. That weedy little flower. The, the one that the kits that they won the three European cups in weren't great. No. The ones that Johnny Wilson were wearing. There was like the like the England World Cup 2003 shirt. The collar was just a bit too high and tight. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And and Toulon always have the problem of trying to cram too many sponsors on the shirt as well. That's maybe what it is. Now I'm looking at some shirts. Are there any of these ones which you hate? Uh, yeah, so I don't, don't really like any of them. I do. I do Old like Toulon it. jerseys. Yeah. Um, Australia and South Africa have released their World Cup yeah. jerseys. Yeah, seen those? Yeah, I have. South African one looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the the collars on both of them, they're very simple, and and I like the I like the goldness of the gold and the greenness of the green. Great colour palette. Great colour palettes. The collar maybe could have tinkered with, but looks good. Um, oh, actually, the the South African green is slightly off. I think so it's, it's, I think it's dark, a li- isn't, is it? Normal? No, no, I like it for that. Oh, do you? I like it being a bit greener. Uh, I like it being a bit darker, you see. Mm. I, like, I like it more of a, like, a, like a drab olive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Australia have also released uh, the Indigenous Alternate Kit. Yeah, it's a nice Alternate it's Kit. It's an improvement Decent. from the first one that they've it done. It was. Although the Queensland Red and Waratahs Indigenous Kits, mm, not feeling those at all. Oh, I've not seen them. Um, I don't know, they're all right, I guess. Anyway. Um, and the other thing is, Wasps have a new sponsor. They've got a new deal with Vodafone. Have they? Interesting. Which leads me on to a very, very quick little quiz. And Phil, I would like you to write down on your laptop the answers. Yeah. You're going to take them one by one. JB, um, you can say your guess once Phil's had a chance to write it down. Roger. I'm going to go each through each of the 12 teams and see if you know what the sponsors are for the 2018-19 season that we've just finished. Ooh. First one, Saracens, the champions. Give Phil a <sighs> chance. Give Phil a chance to write it. When Phil, when you're okay, say yes. Uh. <laughs> It might be the heavy weekend in Munich. My mind has gone completely blank. Hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Saracens are sponsored by someone enormous, are they not? Why can't I think? You're going to uh, kick yourself when, when, you, when you hear it. Hang on, hang on. Um, <laughs> is it Gorman? No, it's no. not. Phil, I'll give you a chance for a guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay, both wrong. Allianz. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's been a long weekend, That's Tim. Morons. It has been a very tough weekend. Right, so get writing, Phil. And okay. Get, don't, don't say anything. If I can think away. of anything, I'll write it down. Exeter Chiefs. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, can, can I say something? Yeah. Okay. So, their arse is sponsored by um, that fruit. Com- uh, the Fro- Frobishers. Frobishers. But the front sponsor is. Have you got anything? No. Nope. Do you know it? Okay. 
Southwest Communicate, Southwest Telecom. Correct. Uh, Which is the company of owner Tony Rowe. Yeah. yeah. Chairman Tony Rowe. Chairman, Chairman Tony Rowe. Beg your pardon. One of the JB. Third place, Mitsubishi. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Gloucester. Gloucester. Right, I've got a third one. I would have at least got that sorry, one. Sorry, I just said the answer. <laughs> Negroni's, Tim. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. Fourth place, Northampton Saints. Uh, yeah. So Phil's got it. JB? Well, still spot part of the longest commercial agreement oh, between sponsor and a club. He knows it. And it is not the parent company. It's Tool Station. Correct. <laughs> the parent company being Travis Perkins. Yes. Correct. Uh, two one because uh, I know. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's what. Yeah, you yeah. Said. Correct. Uh, right, nice easy one. Bath. Phil. Uh, <laughs> you really have been hitting it hard this weekend. I just don't know <laughs> why my mind is so blank. Um, it's not Blackthorn. It's not the one on the wall behind JB. <laughs> it's not that. It's not Novia. It's not Novia. Novia. <laughs> uh, they sponsor the training kit. Do Novia still um, sponsor? Okay. Training? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I know. I know. Okay, I've, I've so got... JB, JB? Dyson. Dyson. Correct. 3-2 to JB. Uh, now we'll go with Sail Sharks. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Phil, uh, JB? One of the north Northwest's <laughs> most prominent uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, it's UK Fast. UK and Fast. Lawrence Jones. Correct. Yeah. 4-3. Uh, next one is Quinns. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Say Maserati. 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 Yeah, I've got Quinns. Okay. DHL. DHL. Right, well done. Still one point up for JB. Uh, let's go Wasps before they changed to Vodafone, obviously, which is for the new season. Uh, what are Wasps, wasps. this season? Wasps this season. Um, uh, I don't know. No idea. No. I, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I've got it. I've not got it. Is it Land Rover? It is Land Rover. Yes. Ah. Two point lead. Ah, I should up. have got that. You should have, but you didn't, did you? Yeah. Uh, Which is a shame. It's a real shame. <laughs> Bristol. Mm. This, I know. This, I don't particularly. This is one I wouldn't have got. Yeah, I, I I don't particularly like looking at that Bristol kit. I can't like the Bristol kit. Mm. Mm. Better than the previous Bristol kits. Mm. Doesn't mean it's great. blue and white hoops. Should be blue and white hoops. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. full hoops. Full hoops with with a bit of red piping. Yes. Uh, I I don't know. I've got nothing. Is it Hargreaves Lansdowne? No, it's too good international. Too good international. Too good international. Oh goodness me! I know. Uh, no chance. Um, Worcester Warriors. It is. Have you got it? The. Yep. Uh, you write it down. It's one of two, but I can't remember which I think, one. I think I've got an old one here. Yeah. It's either Worcester Boilers or Bosch. Or, or no, the, the boiler maker, whatever they're called, begin with B. So I've got Worcester Boilers. Worcester. I've got Worcester Boilers. Uh, incorrect. Green King IPA. Oh, oh wow. God damn it. I, I, I knew Worcester Boys was an old one. I mean, apologies if I have this wrong and I've d- done my research wrong and that was in a way jersey rather than a oh, home jersey or whatever, but yeah, anyway, I make it fine. Green King IPA. Uh, Leicester Tigers. Hmm. Okay. No. You written one down, Phil? I, I have. One then, JB. I think Ho- Holland and Barrett. So that's who I've got written down, but Which I is think... Both correct. Is it? Yeah. Two-point lead with two to play. Oh. Newca- w- Newcastle Falcons. 
Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't, I don't, actually, I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can draw. <laughs> oh oh! If he gets this right, so I don't. They, I think their shirts made by Gilbert, but so I'm going for that. But. Oh 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 oh! oh. Uh, it's Hitachi, but it's not any old Hitachi. It's Hitachi Heavy Industry. I'm going to go for Stellrad. Stellrad's correct. It's Hitachi. <laughs> it's definitely Hitachi. You uh, sure? It's Hitachi, right? Because I remember watching Stelrad. it and thinking, I, I think I think Stellrad's right. I think it's Hitachi. Because I remember watching them and thinking, I wonder if they sell any more diggers because it's sponsored. Because Stel- Stellrad. On it here, 2018-19. Stellrad. Oh. Takes it down to the final one, which is soon to be, well, soon to be Premiership again, London Irish. I Ooh. have no idea. No idea. I g- Don't, no. Come on. There's no jersey hanging up. No, we don't have London Irish jersey. <clears throat> uh, oh, unfortunately, that means, well, that means, well, congratulations, JB. That means you won. The answer was Power Day. Oh, Power no, Day, yeah. yeah I, oh, well. I wouldn't have got that. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A great quiz. Um, Ryan Lamb's retired. Has he? He has. Yeah, he, yeah. he retired. Is that because he didn't get any more job offers? or Because he's still... Re- he's got years in his legs, hasn't he? I don't know. I mean, uh, it didn't say why he retired other than it's time to, but it's a real shame that. Ryan Lamb yeah. was for the longest time one of my favourite players. I love the way that he played the game. Um, he, he, he was awesome to watch. Who were those, those other? Because he was one of that sort of uh, Shane Geraghty. Yeah, yeah, era. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking we about. Those yeah. kind of, those kind of never quite made it fly halves that were prodigal, majestic. Freddie Burns. Yeah. Shane Geraghty, Ryan Lamb. Interestingly, Cipriani almost could have been in that pile. You're right. Had had he not been as successful as he has been since he came back from uh, from Australia, he could have been yeah. in that list. So. Now, it was Geraghty, wasn't it, who scored an absolute screamer for like, England. For England, and he was on the field at the same time as someone else as well, who was also meant to be, you know, the next great, you know, great thing. And I cannot remember for the life of me who it. Who Probably it was. like Van Gisbergen or something like that. <laughs> Ollie Barkley. No, it wasn't. I'm wondering. If it Ollie was Barkley's fl- another one. Yeah. I wonder if it was flood. Might have been flood. Could have been. Yeah, because yeah, like. Yeah. Ryan Lamb and and Geraghty and and this crop, they, they were those guys, and this still happens. And I've tried to um, get that abolished with Cocker's Law, but one of those people where they have a couple of incredible games for yeah, their club, and everyone yeah. goes, "Should be starting for England, should be starting." It still happens. A lot of that still happens. Yeah, where, where was he playing, Geraghty? Was he London Irish, and yeah. then went to London Irish and In Northampton? But he seems to be yeah, linked with, right. ev- with everybody. Yeah, I'm sure he must. Have, he might have even been at Bristol for a little while. 
London Irish, Northampton, Breve, back to London Irish, uh, then Bristol for, for one game, according to this, um, in 2016-17, and then Stade Francais. Stade Francais, really? Yeah. 17-18. Uh, we were, talk, we were talk, talking about Ryan Lamb, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about Shane Garrity. Garrity. Oh, Ryan Lamb, can you name all of Ryan Lamb's clubs? So Gloucester, obviously. Yep. Worcester. Yep. Gloucester, Worcester, La Rochelle. La Rochelle. Gloucester, Worcester, La Rochelle. Where else has he gone? He didn't go to London Irish or anything, did he? No. Um. <clears throat> Northampton. No, he didn't go to Northampton, did he? He was at Northampton. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. You was guys he? work it out. He, I was. think he was at Northampton. Okay. Any others? <sighs> I don't remember him at another Premiership club, but I guess he. Come on, you're missing at least one. Might be two. Was he somewhere else in France? Somewhere else in England. Somewhere else in England. Really? Yep. Yeah, he went to London Irish. He did. Get, I th- I'm sure he did go to London Irish, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Definitely didn't go to Quinns. Didn't go to Saracens. Didn't go to Sale or didn't Newcastle. Wasps, didn't go to Newcastle. Didn't go to Sale. Didn't go to Leicester. What? He didn't Leicester. go to Leicester. He's Ryan Lamb was Ryan at Lamb Leicester. Ryan Lamb played at Leicester, mate. What? What? When? Um... I think I went on loan, or he was. He, yeah, he went from Northampton to Leicester, or Leicester to, to Northampton. Wow, wow. Huh. But he was going to be. Well, he he was so good. The problem is, he was about five foot nothing. Um, and he's also in a, a good crop of like Gloucester players because Anthony Allen came through at the same time. Yeah. There's no. Uh, oh yeah, it's got Leicester six six games six yeah. six six games in. More those things. Thirteen, fourteen, Worcester. Gloucester, London Irish, Northampton, Leicester, Worcester, and then spent the last two years at La Rochelle. Pulling the strings there, which, is, which isn't too bad, is it? Or behind uh, Ehia West this you season. You know what? He's had a great career. He He's has. had a brilliant career. Yeah, yeah. A lot, you know, very few people get, get to that level anyway. Oh, Absolutely. 100%. 100%. If you've played for that long at the top, it's, it, it's yeah. incredible. And, you know, like I said before, tremendous to watch too. Yeah. Tremendous. Well, yeah, so, uh, again, let's not get bogged down in it, but um, Israel Falau has opened up legal proceedings against Rugby Australia. Yeah. Um, so, the background, obviously, as you understand, he was sacked by Rugby Australia. His contract was terminated due to inappropriate social media posts, which they claimed breached the terms of his con- his contract. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's now suing Rugby Australia because he says the employment was wrongfully terminated on the basis of religion, arguing that the Fair Work Act in Australian law um, has not been has not been adhered to. Yeah, which is he's seeking up to ten million pounds in damages. Ten million dollars, Australian. Sorry, sorry which is about ten, five, million, five, ten million dollars, just between five and six million UK, and that that reflects the terms of the current contract, which had a couple of years to go. And loss of earnings. Yep. And but I think over, over the overwhelming feeling of this, that's probably what we've already said in, in previous conversations. It's just sad that this is this has happened. Full stop. For for he's a, he's a huge cog in that Australian team. Yeah. And it's a PR disaster for Australian sport. Yep. Uh, and it's three months from a Rugby World Cup, and and the world of rugby is lost an unbelievable player. Um. Yeah. Now, last time I checked, Rugby Australia weren't awash with cash. In fact, quite the, quite the opposite. If they're found guilty here, they're going to have to fork out, from what I understand, 
what, $10 million? Yeah, $10 million. That's a lot of money not to have. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people have talked this week about the financial impact on Rugby Australia, who, as you say, aren't in great shape. And I've seen a lot of kind of scornful, people looking at Israel Falau scornfully for trying to sue them on that basis, That because there's these headlines saying, oh, he's going to bankrupt Rugby Australia. So what? Well, yeah. So what? I sort of, there's one bit, I take that a little bit like the stories of we're not going to be able to eat lettuce if we if we go through with Brexit. That, that, that's 100% true. Is that 100% true? Oh, sorry, I stand yeah. corrected. Yeah. But also, let's remember, that would only happen, so the two, the two eventualities of this court case are, one, Rugby Australia are found by a legal court to have wrongfully terminated Israel Falau's contract illegally, in which case he's deserving of every single penny he gets. And more's the point. He'll he won't be happy with that because he'll have missed out on his career. Um, but secondly, the alternative is they didn't illegally terminate his contract, and he's going to lose out on his earnings and going to have a massive legal bill as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can get. I don't know how the Australian legal system works, but I understand you can get insurances for these sort of things. Should you decide to do? Should, should you decide to do so? Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so is that is that where we're up to with that? Is there any further? It is, yeah, a bit. Just one thing. Um, his his statement, which is obviously um, going this position, one of the things he said, and it was the headline that people have jumped on, is his statement was: "No Australian of any faith should ha- should be fired for practicing their religion." And I do think he's he's kind of overlooking in that statement the fact that he didn't need to. The the whole thing has been kicked off because of a stupid social social media post yep. that was that's not part of him practicing his religion. Well, he thinks it is. So you know, I, I look. I, we've gone over this a, um, a million times, but well, you know. so, so well, I just think just, there's a couple of like factual things. Like the, there's a lot that's been said about um, that there was a social media clause in his contract. That was widely said when it first. Yeah, happened. it was actually, and, the, and that, that's 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 wrong. There is oh, right. not. There is not a social media clause in this contract. I've had a look at the Rugby Australia clauses. It's the code of conduct. Code isn't of it? conduct clause for all players, which says you have to treat everybody, everyone equally, fairly, and with dignity, regardless of gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, ethnicity, cultural or religious background, age or disability. Any form of bullying, harassment, or discrimination has no place in rugby. Except. Bullying and harassment does have a place in rugby. It's basically the whole game. <laughs> uh, sorry to point this out, but you train really hard so you can impose your will on other humans. I mean, right, gone. Uh, well, then, so the first clause, uh, I, it says, so here's reading into it and looking into it. Here's, here's what seems to be the thought is that the first clause there says tr- it's about treatment of others. Treatment is the mm. word that's used in the Code of Conduct. And a lot of people are saying, well, there's no evidence of mistreatment on the field. There's there's absolutely no pattern of mistreatment. In fact, if you look for a squeaky clean player in terms of on the field in rugby, Israel Flowers right near the top. Yeah. And off the field, treatment, that word infers something tangible, some sort of action. And the, the thought is that a social media post that was made in general general in nature and amounted to expressing an idea and was not incitement was not was talking about what god was going to do there's a lot of thought that actually he may have a case that he hasn't treated anybody he's just put forward an idea and people put then point to the 
discrimination, as in no bullying or harassment in that clause, but in, in the law, discrimination amounts to... I've, I've looked into this, and discrimination means generally more than speech. You can't, you can't be done for discrimination based on speech mm. in most cases. Uh, certainly in the UK, there's loads of judges that have ruled on cases that say you can't stop someone from expressing views. Um, mm. So he could have a case, but he could not. Nope. Um, but the, 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 I just the one thing I've noticed, and sorry to go on. The, so the one thing I've noticed is a lot, a lot of what Hugo Monnier called is like you can't the amount of sanctimonious people on on Twitter. Oh uh, yeah, piping up. So let's I just I just want to like reserve judgment. Either Rugby Australia are going to rightly lose a shit ton of money, and Israel Falau is going <laughs> to wrongly be deprived of his career at the height of his powers with a World Cup three months away, or Israel Falau is going to rightly lose his job and get a massive, massive uh, bill, bill to pay as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, no one's really coming it, out of this particularly well. Thing, and this is not about what happened, or so, uh, it's not a view on the actual situation itself. But what really gets me is the nastiness about how much he was paid. And I think this is uh, this speaks more to the misunderstanding of people thinking that they know how rugby pay- players get paid and that they know how people manage that. Like man, manage their money, and the idea is that because he's got a large contract, he doesn't need to work anyway, or he'll be fine because yeah. he's got a load of money. It completely misses the point. You know, you you will not be fine if your income stops tomorrow. You will not be fine, regardless of how much income you've previously made. You will not be fine. So uh, yeah, that, that's one thing which I find funny. And, when and also, that's that, that. There's a lot of envy in that, which is, is, is an ugly is an ugly characteristic. If someone's capable of earning ten million quid a year. Let them earn 10 million quid a year. Yeah, uh, uh, completely correct. Do you want to talk about something else? Because I've got something here. Yeah, uh, here for sure. For yes. Um, right, do you remember when Shane Geraghty scored that try against France? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah? Yes. Can anyone name me the England team that started that started <clears throat> that day? So, so what, when was, was it? it? Six Nations game? Was 2007, it a... Six Nations against France. Two, 2007. Mark Cueto. No, wasn't there? No. Um, Jason Robinson was indeed there. So we got okay. Oh, so I'll I'll, I'll read I'll read you this first and team. Oh, no, no, no oh, let's guess. Oh, okay, okay, Sh- Sheridan. So Sheridan. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> the, the pack is Shoot, not good. Tom Palmer. <laughs> George Shooter. <laughs> Tom Palmer is in there. Yeah. Oh my god, this is not a good team. This George, Lewis is not, Moody is not there. Martin Corey. Yes. What position? Lock. Yep. Lock. Tom Palmer and Martin Corey locks. <laughs> <laughs> what would Saracens do to Tom Palmer and uh, and Martin <laughs> Corey at lock, considering their options? Lee Mears. No. Was it Shooter? It was Shoots. Shooter. Sean Perry. <laughs> was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie Noon. Oh. No, the Nooninator did not make did no. not make the team. Um, so Geraghty was Geraghty yeah, playing twelve. No ball short. Geraghty was Geraghty playing twelve. He was on the bench. Okay. Was Wilkinson playing? Nope. Flood. Yep. Flood. Uh, Matt Tate. He was on the bench. Oh, horrible. <laughs> horrible. Um, Ugo. Ugo. Was nope. It's it's a barely, barely good backline. Truth be told, um, Harry Ellis, correct? Yeah, well played. 
would have been the number eight back then. Lawrence wasn't still playing. He'd retired by then after nope. that World Cup. It well, is. This was pre World Cup. This was pre World Cup 2007. Yeah. yeah. It is not a. Uh, you, these guys got to the final. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. Was uh, when I interviewed Matt Tate, we were talking about the final. And, like, obviously, that was very, very early on in his England career. Actually, it wasn't. That was his renaissance. Because he started, didn't he? In 2005. 2005 against Henson. Against Henson. Got binned off. Went to play sevens. Came back. It was like the second coming. Then he's in a World Cup. And he must think, like, God, this is all international rugby is. Just World Cup final after World <laughs> Cup final. <laughs> Phil Vickery. Nope. No. Nope. Interesting. He was captain. Well, not Cup, today, he? he wasn't. You've not, met, uh, you've not named the captain. Captain, you ready for this? Yeah, go on then. All right. So front row was Payne, Shooter, and White. <laughs> Mobile. Um, <laughs> Corey Palmer, Worsley, Tom Reese. Oh, Worsley. Tom Reese. What a beast. Tom Reese was good. Easter. Oh, Easter, of course. Yeah, of course. And then the the backs were Ellis, Flood, Robinson. Tyndall. Hold on. Jason Robinson at 12? No, no, no. no. Oh, sorry, 11. 11. 11. Sorry. Yeah. Mike Katz, 12. Yeah. Mike Katz, yeah. Tyndall at 13. Yeah. Strettle and Lucy. The decent oh, set of wow. backs, actually. Strettle and Lucy. The pack, though. Oh, my word. <laughs> uh, right. On the bench, Mears, Turner. 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 That wasn't Sal Sharks, Turner, yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he the... Yeah. Was yeah. it Stuart Turner? Stuart yeah. Turner. Goodness me. Deacon, Lund, Perry, Geraghty, Tate's. Yeah. Wonderful. I'd like to make an... There there used to be a football app. In fact, maybe I'm giving away a great idea here, but there used to be a football website where you could type in the names of players and it would pop up. I'd like like to do an Egg Chasers app, which was that. It was historical teams. You give the match and people have to try and fill in their names. Oh, yeah. Um, In fact, if there's there's an app developer that wants to work with us on this, let's uh, let's do it. Where's... I have seen that. I think Planet Rugby used to do something similar, actually. Oh, go away. I think. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Crusaders Rebels, they pumped... uh, Crusaders pumped the Rebels in the last uh, game of the season. They looked one of the best going into the playoffs. And Jaguares, did you see them? Absolutely put Sharks to the sword as well. Yeah. Which is making everyone... It's making uh, some of the... Uh, Australian New Zealand people say it's not fair. <laughs> uh, Phil, Phil Kearns said it, didn't he? Buffelli, the fullback, looks awesome. Yeah. And uh, the best name in world rugby, Geronimo Della Fuente. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, captain of the Jaguares. Um, I saw Leguizmon still playing for them. Is it he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. No. It must be, unless it's a different Leguizmon. I can't I imagine know. there's two Leguizmons that play in the back row. Well, he started at seven. Oh, yeah, wow, that's uh, did. that's quite something. Yeah. But they look re- work really good, which is ominous for England, isn't it, for the World Cup group, because Argentina always get it together in a World Cup year, and the Jaguares look like they are. It's, uh, yeah, very ominous. For for one, one of England, France, and Argentina is not making out of the group. Yeah. And worryingly, I'm not that confident that it's not going to be England again. I mean, that would just be a an absolute disaster. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we were speaking about this. Downfall 2019. Yeah, on the on the plane back or just after we landed. Oh. What's that noise? Sorry, sorry. Someone's just tweeted. Sorry, someone's just tweeted us a picture of their son um, practicing his throwing, and his dad Robert Smith has tweeted us a little video. He said, "My son's currently playing open side, trying to turn himself into the next Dave Ward, and he's <laughs> he's doing throw, line out throw-ins, but I can't tell." 
I mean, if if the sound was of the neighbour's greenhouse smashing, <laughs> <laughs> which it doesn't appear to be. So anyway, sorry, I, I caught you mid-flow. I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah. England could be in a lot of trouble here because everyone's going to. Uh, I mean, we all assume that France will just capitulate. Bet they. Uh, I bet. I bet that they don't. And then you got Argentina as well. Argentina can beat England. Argentina can beat England. I don't know. It depends I, which I'm, England I, shows I'm, up. I'm more worried about Argentina than I am about France. In France, France has got the talent. They've got some serious talent. They've just not played together as a French team. Anywhere close to their talent suggests they should be able to. And they'll just be finishing off the. Top fourteen, top 14. yeah. By the time they get over, yeah. There. I, I think England are going to be going to have too much for both teams, but but Argentina well, have that incredible. Well, no, actually, they've changed. They don't appear to have a really intimidating front row anymore. Yeah, and they can bloody run. I mean, what they do have is they have loads of, like you say, ball carriers and runners and offloaders. Yeah, so yeah, almost like um, Cordero is now more like the star of the Argentine team. Something well, like that. He, he's not. Wasn't selected in yeah, the yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Some like that sort of style, rather than you thinking of like the front rows. Even like the front rows are throwing balls behind their backs and all. Yeah, and, I can't believe Cordero's not even in the wider training squad. You, he didn't make the 46 man training squad. Is that squad. because he's injured, or is that just? Uh, no, because he was apparently back in contention for oh the. Oh my word! So he he might not be. Uh, I don't think one Imoff was in there as well. But it, it, I mean, they've got some some talented, talented that says how outside talented outside, outside backs. backs yeah. Yes. Wow. So, obviously, England lose that one. But there again. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so it depends which England shows up. If you've got England who showed up in Dublin, you know, they can Good be night. anyone. Can yeah. Be anyone. But then the Scotland game. Issa yeah. and Matera in the background. In the background. Yeah. They've got some big boys. Yeah, and if you think about how Argentina would play and potentially how France would play, you are talking a bit more offloady than, you know, just structure like Ireland have. It could, it could be a nightmare for them. Argentina will probably play more like Scotland than they, than like Ireland. Yes. So we've got all summer to preview yes, England's do. downfall. Yep. Do you think they will downfall again? Yeah. Do you think they're done? Uh, I don't think I don't think they're done. They're, they're, no. they're done, aren't they? I don't think they're done. Nah, biggest not. union in, in in the world. They can't but, field a competitive team for a World Cup. Pathetic. But again, just <laughs> I mentioned Crusaders. I've not I've not actually got an opinion on this. Crusaders are dropping the knight motif from their badge, but keeping the name for 2020. But they're going to review the name beyond that. Okay. Yeah. So fine. Fine. That's what, yeah. that's what they want to do. Get yeah. on with it. You're a private organization. Do whatever you want. World Cup. We haven't talked about the under twenties. Have you? Have you oh spied, yeah. Spied any special players? Uh, I've watched very little so far. Yeah, I can't get why the under twenties need thirteen substitutes. Why not? So they just have the whole squad on the bench, like like football. Yeah, they have you seen? But the, they yeah, still yeah. only make seven though. Yeah, but like, imagine having to get changed and stuff for that. I mean, you know, if you know <laughs> the the hassle of potentially playing for your country. Yeah, but if you want to be, it's better just to have a normal sized bench. At least you know you're in contention. Yeah, I bet there'll be players that go and do that thing that um, that people would do when you just sort of go and warm up in front of the boss just to let him know I'm ready if you want, if you want to go oh, on. I was just do some stretches. <laughs> Feel good today. I was the worst substitute. I, I was until because we have we had we had interchanges eventually, and we still have interchanges now, and that has made such a difference to am, to amateur low level rugby because you don't get idiots like me. Just jogging around the coach continually, <laughs> you know? barking in his yeah, ear. Yeah, get me on, get me on, get me on. He's terrible. Your son's terrible. <laughs> so, if you had an engine, then that wouldn't have been an issue for you. But you interchanges changed yeah, all, interchanges, mate. Interchanges, yeah. all. You're one of those. 
fast twitch players that would you have interchanges in the professional game? No. Why? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because it would. because it would that, that will increase the size of players because you'll have in, you'll have impact players, you'll have Trevor Leota sized players coming on for five minutes at a time. Well they do it in rugby league. They do. And do you know it just adds an extra layer of tactical nous to everything. Makes it a bit more like a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I get what you're saying. In the NRL, the question isn't who is the what's the best team to start with? The question is, what's the best team to finish with? Right? So if you think about when the, all the points are scored, specifically in the NRL, it's all towards the end of the game. So you want your best players on later. Finishers. Finishers. Gustard knows things. Yep. Mm. So I'd love I'd love to see... I mean, we almost do have interchanges. If you look at you know how concussions are treated, and, you know, the people... I'm not saying the gaming system. I don't think they are. But you, know, you can use injuries to your advantage, particularly in the front row. And we've seen France do it. We have seen France. In fact, we've seen France do it with, get with a- concussions and with the front row. Yeah, get away with so it. So you may well, well, you may as well just codify it or stop it. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in, the, in. in the World Cup under twenties, France and uh, New Zealand look ominously good again. So what's his name? Jordan Joseph is playing his second. Yeah. The monstrous French number eight. Yeah, he's a frightening specimen. Is yeah, he, does he look good? I, I've not seen anything. I just know he's, he's speaking of which. Has Trevor Brennan's son? played much oh, no. top 14 rugby this year not as far as I'm aware because no. he was their big number 8 he was playing for the was he not, prop? No, I thought he was a prop uh, prop sorry yeah. yeah, he played for the when they won the world championships last year Daniel Brennan yeah I've not I've not heard anything actually since this time last year mm. so um, I don't know Sailshock's got a, a ton of a ton of under, uh, of under 20s in the squad England are not doing that well though yeah. yeah squeaked past Italy yeah. Uh, did, no, did they get the bonus point? Uh, I don't believe so. Because I'm pretty sure if they didn't get the bonus point, they're done. Are they not? They're, they're requiring snookers, maybe. I, I don't know. I've, I've not been paying attention to, to the competition. There's five games in the, in the pool. No, they have four games, sorry. I don't know. We, okay. I, I've, I've not been following it closely enough. I'll be honest, right? So We've, we've watched literally thousands of hours. I've, <laughs> I, to add to that, I've literally travelled hundreds of hours to go and watch rugby this season I'm quite enjoying just <laughs> turning off that tap for a bit I feel lost well, well soon enough we'll have plenty oh Russia beat an Argentinian 15 in probably the most entertaining game of the weekend 48 points to 40 oh wow wow yeah. F- fair play Russia and was it the full the full Russia team I believe it was the full Russia team obviously not the full Argentinian team because they're you know, it was their they're youngsters. playing for the Jaguars They've snuck into a club competition, those dirty scoundrels. Dirty scoundrels, how dare they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> In terms of agenda, I don't think there's anything else really going on. Let's wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up. Let cool. me get to bed. Yes. Um, Leinster celebrations. What was oh, that? Yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Phil. You can't go to bed just yeah. yet. Fancy that. Interesting. Yes. So that... Me? Can you summarise what what happened? Well, the way they were celebrating, it almost sounds like they won a competitive league, but they didn't. They won the Pro Fourteen. I mean, imagine what they would have done if if if, if they won the uh, Champions Cup. So um, yeah, it sounds like they got a little overexcited. Um, a lot overexcited, or certainly at least one player got a lot overexcited. Well, let's let, let's be honest. We've all been punched in a end of season dinner. <laughs> well, that wasn't even a Leinster player that that did the punching. It was a Stan former Lentz. Leinster player. Who's still 
in on Leinster duty, and I'm sure his contract would yes. still be still been enforced. Oh, hang on, Stan Wright has nothing to do with Leinster at the moment, is he? What? Sorry, what what were you saying then about the player? Yeah, yeah, no, no, the punch. The the, the, the no, no, no. The oh, other sorry, thing. You're, oh, sorry. You're thinking the other thing. Sorry, no, no the, uh, the 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 player who punched a, a Leinster academy player knocked him spark out was uh, a, an ex Leinster player. Right, he, he has been named. We're not. Yes, I'm right. Yeah, he was named. Well, he's um, been named now, but no, but, but nothing's happening. They're ju- they're just they're, they're letting that one go. I think so. All I want to all I want to do is say, and I'm I'm fine with that. You know, I, these are these are grown ups. If someone if there was a criminal thing to be answered, and they wanted it to be pushed, I'm sure they would. That's absolutely fine. Let grown ups get on with it. Uh, but it's it's not it's 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 an unedifying, ugly thing. And I would say. Physically knocking someone out. It's a tricky you, one. Look, you I, could argue that that is worse well, got, than various other things yeah. which have lost people Absolutely. Well, much well, more. Well, I mm. had the pleasure of being hit at the Broughton Park uh, Club dinner only a few weeks ago. And I got the police involved straight, straight away because it's just not accept, just not an acceptable way to behave. Uh, so, either or. I mean, if they, if, they want, if they don't want to get involved, they don't need to get the police involved. Or if they do, they do. I just think... Yeah, it is a professional sports organisation, but there again, he's not one of, one of their players, is he? I guess they just won't invite Stan Wright to the next get uh, get together. Mm. Mm. That would be the that would be the easy way. Yeah. Now the the other fella, the, um, the other fella, which who, who cannot be named, he, he, can he not? No. Nope. Why? Because it's only rumoured. Is it? Yep. Not named. So uh, let's, let's not go there. Okay. Well, what, well, someone what? is alleged to have urinated on someone else in the bar. Goodness that they me. were in. Wow. Wow. And it's just a member of the public. Yeah, urinated on a member, a member of the of public. The public. Oh, at least do it on your mates. <laughs> now, <laughs> if, again... If, if uh, you I, want to, do it on your mates. I agree with that point. Hey, listen. Yeah, th- there's in-house. There's all kind of things that I've seen and and I've, I've witnessed in the many years involved in rugby. I suppose on the one hand, it means we can't always have this feeling of superiority that we are have such wonderful values in rugby because sometimes we are absolute bastards yeah, yeah. and idiots <laughs> and, idiots. and boy, boys boys will be boys and when boys are drinking around other boys they will be they will exhibit some of the worst characteristics that boys agreed do exhibit oh, goodness and me. sometimes it goes a bit too far yes oh dear oh dear Leinster bad culture Stuart Lancaster <laughs> <laughs> well he has knew it pre-season Big Stu will be getting Writing messages on shirts. Yeah, what what is the culture at, at Leinster? I mean, I thought he's a big culture guy. No, well, he's not, he's not the main man, is he? No, no, obviously Leo. Not. Le- Leo not. was having a little bit of uh, <laughs> um, what's it called um, uh, sectarianism the other week for oh. bants. Yes, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Yes, 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 it was. Yeah, banter. Ah, oh, good. good. And and again, you could argue that urinating on a stranger is worse than various <laughs> other things which may have happened. I would say it's bad. I'd say that's. I'd say I'd, you need to have a chat. Well, yeah, they won't need to have a chat with him. But still, it is what it is. Have you been watching Love Island? It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> You're missing Love Island at the moment, Jay. Uh, it's on record, mate. Series. <laughs> <laughs> series link. It's on series link. I've got, uh, I've got Friday's catch up on. Uh, oh God! As well. Right. On that, on that note, I'm going to bed. You're going to watch Love Island. Tim, I'm sure you've got some uh, got structural and, steel work to I've look at. I've, I've got to go and do the washing up in the bath. Yeah, I'll just so I don't you, have a kitchen at the minute. I'll just <laughs> pose you one question before we go. What is the worst stag do outfit for fancy dress 
for a group. I think you've talked about this before. Yeah, we, we went, talked about this last we week. We this last week. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shame. You shame. talked about this last week, but you were quite right that if you really wanted to punish the stag on a stag do, make him wear one of those throwback t-shirts, tour stag do tour shirts. Well, I've like seen... The with nicknames and numbers and stuff yeah. on the yeah. back. I saw another one this weekend... And I thought it was absolutely genius, and I fell for it. So I'm obsessed by undercover fancy fancy dress. So you're not. So if we're all in the room, I'm not to know that you're that you're in fa- you're in fancy dress. So we've got a stag do coming up, and we bre- <coughs> all we've bought the stag is a bootcut jeans and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to dress him up as a rugby journalist. Um, no, we've just bought him a Brexit t-shirt because. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a Brexit party t-shirt. Because, like, the looks he's going to get are going to be horrendous in, like, in Barcelona. <laughs> They'll love it in Barcelona. They're like, Catalans are all about independence. <laughs> yeah. They love it. So, we've got that. But I saw another one in Germany, right? And this guy just came into the middle of us. Oh, we need to talk talk, talk about that as well. He just came into the middle of us. And uh, started trying to sell us stuff. His mates had dressed him up as a street seller. I thought... That's brilliant. That's brilliant. As I fell for it, I was like, mate, get out of here. Amazing. Yeah. And he's like, I need the cash. <laughs> Just buy this. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. Good. That's very, very good. good one. Yeah, we met one of the most interesting men I've ever come across. And I say interesting loosely. We had a tour guide, right? And this guy, <laughs> Le- Lenny, Lenny the Evil Tour Guide, he calls himself, he hits you with objects. So, like, he's got a little um, horse's whip thing yeah right? got a couple of different whips yeah like my horse is, is sore today it is sore <laughs> right so he, he whips you every time that you um you you interrupt him now you've got to be a special... but you don't interrupt him when you've got a snooker ball in your mouth <laughs> with a bit of leather with leather straps around it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he met his match coming up against jb this weekend Did he? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mate, it was it was a good tour it was very very he, fun it was very good fun there were times where it was uncomfortable <laughs> It was, was, was JB a, saying harder or something or what? How was how did he meet his match with JB? Just JB was constantly no right. constantly mouthing off. He's got a um I don't believe that. It was you've never seen anything quite like it. It was it was brilliant. It, okay. He walked us a hundred yards, right? And we just dragged beer. At the end of it, I thought, he's just walked us 100 yards for 35 euros. And told us a bit about a few mar- marches and demonstrations. <laughs> Uh, but he's obviously got like all these jokes which you've got like from years and years and years uh and it was it was good it wasn't like your normal tour it was i'd, I'd recommend it i'd recommend it it's completely different to anything which you're gonna do he earned his money yeah he earned his well, money on saturday <laughs> allegedly he earned so much money he's got 32 houses that's uh, well over three million quids worth uh quids worth of houses and and 15 ar-15s and a 200 acre ranch in texas Something didn't add up. Something didn't add up, yeah. yeah. But uh, tremendous fun. Sounds like he was trying to uh, woo someone back to his dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> you kept on talking. You kept on saying, like, how many prostitutes are buried under your patio? <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. Let's leave it there, mate. Let's leave it there. Uh, right. Podcastlive.com. Uh, yes. Tickets are available right now. Come and see us. Make sure you put us as your preferred podcast to be guaranteed a seat, uh, guaranteed watching us along with everyone else, and uh, guaranteed to get your disgusting refreshment uh, at our live show, Rugby Podcast on Twitter. We'll post the link right there, and you can get in touch with us with rugby related stuff, or if you just insist, just pictures of Negronis. Just pictures of Negronis. Yeah, just pictures of Negronis fine. For, yeah, one, one and done with Negroni. If you haven't tried one yet, try it and let us know how disgusting it is. We already know. Uh, right. 
Nice one, JB. Thank you, Tim. Nice one, Phil. Thank you, Tim. Uh, have a nice sleep, Phil, and uh, let the boys play. Let the boys play. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.